The St. Charles County Veterans Museum is a 501c3 nonprofit business. The museum would not exist without the donations of our generous community. Your donations ensure the museum continues to share and preserve the stories of our veterans. Would you like to be part of something special? To donate, visit sccvetsmuseum.org and click on Donate. Joe Rombolo's Medicare Made Easy works hard for our veterans. Did you know you may be eligible to enroll in a Medicare plan and keep your VA health and life benefits? We can offer a Medicare Advantage plan specifically designed for veterans and spouses who are entitled to VA health benefits. CHAMP VA or TRICARE for Life may offer benefits you might otherwise not receive. We can find a plan that best suits your needs. Call Joe at 314-753-0792. That's 314-753-0792. The Dog Tag Podcast may at times cover sensitive topics including, but not limited to, suicide, abuse, violence, severe mental illness, sex, drugs, and alcohol addiction. You are advised to refrain from watching or listening to the Dog Tag Podcast if you are likely to be offended or adversely impacted by any of these topics. Neither the company, host, director, or guests shall at any time be liable for the content covered, causing offense, distress, or other reaction. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only. The primary purpose of the Dog Tag Podcast is to educate. The views, information, or opinions expressed on the Dog Tag Podcast are solely the views of the individuals or guests involved and by no means represent absolute facts. The Dog Tag does not accept responsibility for their views or comments. Welcome to the Dog Tag Podcast at the St. Charles County Veterans Museum with your host, Jason Galvin and Jim Higgins. Today in studio, we have Colonel Ted Hodgson and Joe Rumbolo, your Medicare guy. Jim, go ahead and kick us off. Well, welcome, Joe, and welcome, Ted. Uh, you know, I'm preparing for this little podcast here, and a couple of things. Joe jumped off the page to me that, that I have to ask you about. First, you're both veterans. Thank you for your service. But second, Joe, I see you were with the Air National Guard, the 131st Tactical Wing, graduated from St. Louis University. But what I was most intrigued by is when I started reading your resume that you were a, a roadie with the Moody Blues and the band Chicago, two of my favorite, which I'm sure ages me. But I got to ask you about how that was with the Moody Blues in Chicago. Well, after after about 15 years on the road with my band, I did have a lot of road experience. Uh, a really good friend of mine had a management company here in St. Louis, and he had a band that he had gotten a, a record deal with uh, with Warner Brothers. They were getting ready to go on tour. They had a they had a big league booking agency, the William Morris Agency, and the first tour that came up was going to be with the Moody Blues. And so my friend needed someone to be a road manager or a tour manager for the band. And he said, would you do it? I need somebody I can trust to take out on the road. And so I did. And so we went out. The first tour was with the Moody Blues. And it was really, it was really exciting. Um, I was actually able to bring on board with us uh, some of the people that I had worked with uh, in my band. And so we had a great time. We were out on the road with the Moody Blues. We got to know their crew. Uh, the Moody Blues were... 
they were okay. They were fine. They were rather aloof. Uh, but then when the second tour opportunity came up, we were really excited because it was with the band Chicago. And, of course, having a horn band myself, um, we were very much into the band Chicago from the time that they, they first came out. So we got to tour with them. They were very nice, very down-to-earth, treated us very well. And uh, it was uh, we were out there for quite a while with, with the band Chicago. Uh, we absolutely loved it. We still talk about it today. And both these guys are on your playlist still, right? Chicago is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to admit both are on mine. So, okay. <laughs> so Joe, you went through and did a couple of things then in the music industry, but today you're a licensed Medicare broker, and you kind of have developed a little bit of a niche, and you become uh, working closely with veterans. Can you kind of explain how that came about? Yeah. Um, after I retired, well, first of all, when I aged into Medicare at the age of 65, I was clueless. I had no idea of what, how Medicare worked, what the different kinds of plans were. Uh, and so I just happened to call somebody. I received a postcard in the mail along with about 150 other postcards. And I just pulled the postcard out and called the person. They showed up and uh, spent about four hours with me. And I swear, when, when that person left, I knew less than when he walked in the door. But I signed up for a plan, and uh, then I retired. And my wife actually saw an ad from United Healthcare. They were looking for telesales agents. And um, she said, You'd really be good at this. Why don't you check it out? Which I did. So I went to work for United Healthcare in a, one of their call centers. And after a while, um, of just being able to enroll people in uh, United Healthcare plans, I thought, you know, if I become a broker, I can offer plans from all the different insurance companies, and I can make sure that I can actually put people in the plan that best suits their needs, not the plan that just my company has. So I did that. I went to work uh, with an, I'm part of an agency. Uh, the agency above me is Comprehensive Benefits. And I went to work with Comprehensive Benefits, which is a brokerage. And we, I guess it was about three years ago, I guess it was, uh, we got turned on to these veterans plans. The pioneer in the field was the company called Humana. And they started offering these plans specifically for veterans. Uh, when I say specifically for veterans, the plans do not include prescription drug coverage like other Medicare Advantage plans because the presumption is that the veteran who uses the Veterans Administration is going to get all the prescription drugs at the VA. The uh, surviving spouse who is on CHAMP VA is going to get all of their uh, prescription drugs through CHAMP. And then, of course, the, uh, the veterans that are, have TRICARE for Life are going to get the prescription drugs through TRICARE for Life. So there's no need to have the prescription drug plan, but there's all these other benefits in the plan. And there's some rich benefits that veterans don't usually get that are part of the plan. So um, we looked at that and we said, you know, let's, let's, let's dig into this a little bit. And, you know, there were some different nuances. It took us about a year to really, really get our feet wet. But now we work with veterans pretty much all over the country. Um, I mean, I'm licensed in Illinois, Missouri, Nebraska, Iowa, Louisiana, Mississippi, Tennessee, Florida, and uh, I have veteran clients in all of those states. So um, the some of the extra benefits that uh, that the veterans don't usually get, dental 
and I'm talking sig- some significant dental uh, cover- covering all the routine services, uh, not only just the routine services, but, um, you know, things like, like fillings and, and, and uh, extractions, dentures. Uh, these are all offered in the plans. There's, there's that, there's hearing, there's vision. The big thing is that every one of these plans will pay back the veteran 50 to to $100 toward their Part B premium every month. And that's a big deal. That's a big deal. You know, I mean, uh, who couldn't use an extra 50 or 100 bucks a month? Anybody can use that. Uh, there's uh, an over-the-counter allowance uh, for over-the-counter products from the pharmacy, depending upon which plan uh, that determines what amount it is. But the, this is all, this is, these are all gimmies, you know, and who can't, who can't use them? And then some of the, some of the veterans with uh, TRICARE for Life and with CHAMP VA will actually use the medical services. Uh, the ones that use the VA, most of them will stay just using the VA for medical, but some of them will also use the medical services in the plan. So uh, this, this is a big deal. And um, I, I really enjoy working with the, uh, with the veterans and uh, uh, finding out what their stories are. Yeah, I'm just excited. I'm just really excited about this. So, Ted, you're also here in the studio with us today. And though you didn't travel with the Moody Blues or Chicago, I think you got a pretty interesting story. Uh, when I was reading through, I saw you were with CENTCOM, and that didn't mean a lot to me until I realized it was U.S. Central Command, which sounds a heck of a lot more important. But you had a, a pretty long career in 34 years. Can you give us a little bit about your, your background? You know, it's sort of like Joe in a way. You, uh, it just evolves and changes and things you don't expect. I actually joined 1976 as an E1 private. And uh, the full intent was to get the college GI Bill, the Vietnam era GI Bill. It was the last month of the year that you could possibly sign up and get that, that benefit. And I thought, well, I'll do my three years, and I'll get out and go back to college and finish up. And um, son of a gun, I get selected for officer can I made E5. Uh, sergeant, and then I got selected for officer cannon school, did that. And then, um, of course, we had the big drawdown uh, as far as 1980, Jimmy Carter years, and et cetera. And um, all of us, a graduate, you know, you became a reserve officer. So did some other stuff along the way there for a while and uh, was overseas doing um, other work for the government in uh, Germany and Italy specifically. And then uh, come back to the United States and uh, I ran into an old teacher of mine who was a lieutenant colonel in one of these National Guard units. And he goes, he goes, well, Ted, you need to get back and more, get more active in the reserve side and get involved. Nothing ever happens, right? Well, okay. So I took his advice, got, got into a unit and started working with them. And uh, 94, I was the commander of the unit here in, uh, over here in Belleville, Illinois. They got activated for Haiti. We broke an all-time record there. Uh, we were the first unit ever, Army unit, to be activated and deployed in less than 48 hours. So I was pretty proud of that. And went in that very night on the airlift going into Haiti, Port-au-Prince, and turn around, come back, and all of a sudden I get this letter and uh, certified mail. I knew I shouldn't have opened it up. And I was activated for Bosnia in 97, 98, and I helped to rebuild the rail in Bosnia. So that was really rewarding. I was a transportation officer. And so got involved heavily in all the rail operations. And then came back, started working at Transcom Air Force Base, and I would do um, – there was four of us selected reserve officers that every other weekend we would pull the operation cell all weekend long. So 
you handled all these various, anything you can imagine would happen, right? Everything from the Japanese uh, boat getting sunk by one of our submarines, you know, back in the Pacific and uh, the, the, um, the, our aircraft being down by the Chinese and forced down in China and trying to recover that and all those operations. That was quite exciting. But then 9-11 happened. And when 9-11 happened, well, then I was activated and the uh, rest is history. Basically, I never did get off as much as I tried many times. <laughs> I actually got off for six months, and then they, uh, the general called and said, uh, you're back on active duty again. I need you for the Iraq invasion. So um, got involved, was active on that part of it, and uh, ended up making a full Burke colonel. Uh, surprise, surprise. But my last four years was 2008 to 2012. That's when I got selected for colonel, took the assignment down there, and uh, worked for people such as General Dempsey, Martin Dempsey became the chairman, Joint Chiefs of Staff. Phenomenal person has written a really great book out there. I highly recommend to everybody. And then, um, of course, General Petraeus was one of my bosses also. So um, it was um, a game changer for me. Uh, I got selected by them or told I was going to do, I should say, not selected. Uh, I created a new supply chain into Afghanistan. It's called the Northern Distribution Network. And we were tasked to do this. Well, I, I hosted the very first meeting. Uh, just one real quick story, war story, so to speak. And uh, we had State Department there, OSD, Office of um, Secretary of Defense, all these other activities. And they said, you will never have this happen. This will never happen. And um, six months later after that meeting, uh, we were we were railing through Russia, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, Tajikistan, and you name it, and all these countries up there, Kyrgyzstan. So it was quite the experience for, uh, you know, an officer who wasn't expecting to be doing these kind of things. Uh, my hair went from brown to gray real quickly. Um, all those countries, it was difficult because you couldn't fly military aircraft into those countries. You had to take commercial air. So CENTCOM Command is, is located in Tampa, Florida, and we literally took 36 hours to get to the location, such a Kyrgyzstan, all that. If you, It was just brutal. So. Did 178,000 frequent flyer miles in nine months, you know. So it was it was just fascinating. And while I'm over there, uh, the general called. I was in Tajikistan. Time he says, "I need you to go to Jordan and help negotiate the new a new supply route through Jordan, so we can meet President Obama's timeline of getting all of our supplies out by 2012." So then I got tasked to do that. So you can imagine I'm flying from Afghanistan to. <laughs> to Jordan and back and all these other countries involved in all that stuff. But it was great. And in that we were so successful in doing that. Then that led to this effort called Silk Road Initiative, which was a strategy of, of creating economic development in Afghanistan. Because uh, most people don't realize, but Afghanistan sitting on $3 trillion worth of mineral wealth that we've never tapped. The largest um, known com- um, supply of lithium and rare earths on the face of the earth. So we were trying to take advantage of that. So developed a strategic rail plan for the Afghan government, which they approved, and several other things. But anyway, did all that. And in 2012, I came upon 34 years, you have to uh, mandatory retirement date. And uh, so I had to leave, got out, came back here to St. Louis, got an executive MBA program at WashU, and formed my own company called New Market Connect. And what I was trying to do with that company was trying to, by accident basically, was to help companies that had never done government work before that might have an innovative idea or a sustainable solution that nobody else is providing to the government. Because I was very frustrated my last few years at CINCOM, all these different government contractors, the big-name folks that everybody knows their names, and they were just 
overcharging us millions of dollars, to be honest with you. And I knew there was other solutions out there and other people that could do these jobs just as well. So uh, that led to that, that path down there, going that way. And um, doing this company, and then in 2022, January, New Year, uh, I had just finished reading a book called From Strength to Strength by Arthur Brooks. A uh, fascinating person. I always recommend that to anybody if you want to read a story. And it kind of made me think, you know, there's no end point you ever get to. But when you're doing this kind of stuff, you better make sure you're maximizing what you do meets a passion in your life. So I went from that book and I decided from now on I'm only going to support companies or businesses or organizations that support veterans and or military, the active duty military too, but really focusing on how I can help support them, which really led me to Joe, who my, because my neighbor is the owner of that company that Joe works for now, Comprehensive Benefits, and he approached me when I turned 65, sadly to say, and he says, hey, you know, there's this plan out there, but we don't know much about it, but it's for veterans. But I don't know if you're eligible because you're – you know, you're retired military, and I keep hearing things that you're not eligible. And he says, you know what, let me, I don't want to sell it to you or anything because, you know, he really doesn't sell policies anymore. And he says, let me, um, let, let, let me just find out more about it. So over a year, you know, they were, they were looking at him and Joe, obviously, and they were trying to figure this all out because there was a lot of misconceptions about this, these Medicare Advantage plans for veterans. And so then my, the next year it comes around, he says, well, I want you to go talk to Joe about these plans and why don't you and your wife figure out what is good. So um, I did that. And I mean, the benefits for us as veterans was amazing because in my case, if you're a, a retired military, you still have to pay for your, your Medicare becomes your primary and your military health care becomes your secondary, but you still had to pay for your own dental and vision. So I was paying $157 a month just on that alone. Well, then Joe comes along and starts telling me his great plan at the time. Well, you know, you can save, you and your wife can each save $50 a month off of your, your payments into Medicare for Medicare with Social Security, and they'll pay for your vision and your dental, and we're going to give you free gym memberships, and we're going to give you $150 every quarter for over-the-counter drugs at Walmart and Walgreens, these places. And he just kept adding up, adding up, adding up all these bills. And I said, oh, okay, well, how much is this going to cost? And he says, there's nothing. You have no premium. And so I tell my wife this, and, of course, she doesn't believe me. She's Irish, and she's very cynical. So Joe had to explain this all over again to my wife and convinced her, right? <clears throat> and we had to lay out all the doctors. I mean, he did such a great job of saying, okay, give me all your different doctors. And um, my wife was going through some major uh, health situations. She had about five different doctors at the time, and he was able to check off every one of them. You know, who's your dentist? who provides your vision, who does da 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 and um, it just became, you know, a great thing. So then last year, I switched plans one more time. Joe came back to us. We went to Joe, and we switched to another plan, and we're able to save $100 off our payment. We're saving $2,400 a year, and we're getting even more benefits. So last year, then it hit me, and it was like, you know what, I, my, my mission of my company is to help veterans. Well, there's a lot of veterans like me who know nothing about these Medicare Advantage plans. And so Mike just happens to come up to me, and about in April, I guess, of last year, he says, Ted, we need help getting the word out about this program 
to veterans. And I go, oh, my, you know, I don't sell. I'm not a selling at this point in my life. I, I'm not smart like Joe. I can never do this or pass a test. And so, so he says, no, no, no. I really just want you to help us connect with veterans. And, you know, you know this, you know the system, you understand TRICARE, you understand the VA. And um, I said, okay, I, that I, I think I would love to do that. And so we started going around, and the first thing I did, I did a presentation for all his agents. And, oh, my God, it was just amazing how the misconceptions were there. They thought if you're a retired military, you weren't allowed to have a Medicare Advantage plan. Many of them thought that because there was something out on the street that told these agents they were not allowed to have that. And it was just crazy. Well, you know who told them that? The insurance companies. Yeah. yeah. The, the insurance companies said, okay, you can, t- you can, you can uh, enroll people who are using the VA in the plans. They didn't know a whole lot about Champ VA. And these are the insurance companies. These are the ones that are creating the plans. And whatever you do, don't touch anybody that has TRICARE for life. And that's the word that got out. If you have TRICARE for life, don't you touch. You can't get it. Don't, you can get it, but it's going to mess up your TRICARE for life. And that's what, that's what the word was out on the street. And so that's what, it took us probably about a year to, to flip that whole thing around and for the insurance companies to flip it around to where, yeah, this really works well with TRICARE for life. And so one of the things that, that I found very, very helpful, especially at the beginning when, when Ted first started really coming around and we're trying to figure out how's Ted going to fit into this and everything. Um, I remember, I, I remember the first gentleman down in Louisiana and, uh, you know, TRICARE for life. And, you know, he flat out told me, he said, Joe, he said, I'll tell you, he said, this sounds really good. He said, my wife and I had really loved this, but we have friends that have TRICARE for life. And they say, don't, don't get near these kinds of things. Don't mess with it. And I said, how would you like to talk to a retired colonel? from the army who I enrolled and who absolutely loves this kind of plan. He goes, Oh man, he said, if I could do that, that'd be great. So we did a, we did a three-way call. Ted was on the line. I think you were on the line less than five minutes with the gentleman. Yeah, probably. What do I do to sign up? Yeah. Okay. Because that was the, that, that was the big fear was that these plans were going to uh, somehow or another mess with, what you already had and what you had was really good. What you have is really good without the plan. It's, I mean, TRICARE for life is great coverage. Um, and, but when you add the plan to this, when you add the plan to champ VA or when you add the plan to the veteran who is getting their medical services and, uh, especially their prescription drugs, uh, from the VA, this becomes incredible coverage. But the problem was really though, is, you know, anybody that's retired military, this TRICARE for Life program, you have to pay for your own dental and your own vision, which can be extremely high, you know. And so it, it, but the gentleman from Louisiana, you know, he just need to hear, sometimes when you hear from another military person, there's more faith in it. And, and, you know, let's face it, everybody, let alone veterans, are overwhelmed by just all the, the sheer amount of Medicare, you know, advertisements on TV and I don't know about you guys, but I mean, even I get just 9 million phone calls a week, I swear. You know, as soon as you turn 65, it's a, it's a death curse, I think, or something, you know, for phone calls. 
but there really was a lot of misconception. And in fact, when I gave that workshop for his agents, Mike's agents and with Joe's company there, it was, it was kind of funny. One of the agents, her boyfriend, who she lives with uh, down near Springfield, Missouri, or somewhere around that area, Fort Leonard Wood, I believe, um, her own boyfriend was retired military, and she had never even talked to him and discussed the TRICARE for Life, getting a Medicare Advantage plan because he was on TRICARE for Life, and she didn't think he could do it. And then she was like, holy crap. I should be, he should be on this thing because it saved them 150 or whatever they were paying. I think she later told me she was paying, I, I think like $210 for her dental and vision, you know, so it was just amazing. So anyway, we started this program and I've been helping the company, helping Joe. It, I help every now and then with him and some of the other agents jumping on the phone call and just kind of assuring the military folks, hey, this is what we experienced and it's been great and tremendous. And then the other thing has been I've been uh, helping to introduce this program to the VFWs, American Legion Post, and all the veteran service organizations that particularly deal with, you know, the older 65-plus, so, of course, the Vietnam era veterans and all that stuff. And uh, we've done two presentations so far, and they're educational seminars. We're, we don't sell. These aren't related to selling. This is we, we created a presentation based on strictly for veterans. So there's a lot of these these education programs. In fact, Comprehensive Benefits does them for the general public at libraries and community centers and all that because it is. It's really confusing. Well, we geared our, 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 our presentation strictly towards veterans, so it's been a lot clearer for them. But um, so far, but out of every one we've done so far, 10% of the uh, audience has come up afterward and said, I did not know this. I am, wow, I wish I'd known it before we could have signed up last year, but, you know, we'll tell them, okay, get on, you know, we can help you out. We'll get you all set up and go over it. So at least you'll be prepared or whatever. And I think sometimes there's some exceptions where they can get on the plan earlier and they don't have to wait all year. But uh, a great little story, if I can add on to it, was I was up at um, the BFW Post on Midland Boulevard up in the Overland area, St. Anne area. And I had to, I was presenting to their house committee to get, about what our presentation was going to be like and get their approval. So it was on a Wednesday night. So after they're done, they're still in their meeting, and I walked away, and so I went to the bar to get a beer. Uh, surprisingly, VFW posts have, you know, bars. I know everybody would <laughs> be surprised at that. And, I, and I'm sitting there waiting for the guys to get out of the meeting, and um, this other couple's next to me, an older couple, and they, they go, oh, we've never seen you here before. You know, who are you? Blah, blah, blah. And I just said, oh, I'm a retired Army colonel, and um, – I'm actually was here. I explained why I was here and what I was doing. And, and the, the woman goes, wait a minute, you're retired military. And she goes, my husband's retired Navy. And she goes, we, I go, well, you have TRICARE for life. She goes, yes. And I go, well, what are you? And she goes, we're on Medicare. We've been on Medicare for five years now. I never knew these, these plans existed. I never know this was, this could help us. And, you know, this was just me not even selling, you know, I always kid them now. I said, you know, I should have learned how to do this. I could have been making a lot of money selling that. But uh, it was just, it was eye-opening to me. So what I'm trying to do with the company is I'm really just trying to get the word to all of us veterans so we're getting the full benefits that we deserve. And unfortunately, our TRICARE for Life program, if you go to the webpage, they don't say anything about, oh, oh, by the way, you could also look at various TRICARE Medicare Advantage plans. You know, they don't even mention it at all. So most of the veterans, just, we just don't know about it. I was very fortunate to have a neighbor live by me that knew about this. 
and then Joe's been doing such a great job of just getting this word out to all the veterans and us just clearly explaining how we do have special benefits compared to the general public. So, you know, the synchronicities here are, are really amazing. Um, I really feel, well, as, as we continue to do this, we've been doing this on a regular basis for about three years. We've been learning about the programs. Uh, actually, I really feel like uh, those of us in the field that are, that are enrolling people in this, we've actually been pushing the insurance companies uh, to come up with better and better and better plans each year. And, I mean, this is a big deal now. Uh, at one point, the, these uh, special veterans plans, well, they were kind of there, kind of like a little sideline. This is a big deal now. Um, there's all kinds of, uh, of carriers, large and small, who are wanting to jump on board with this. But I mentioned the synchronicities. This is really amazing. When I was working at United Healthcare, there was an agent that sat right next to me. And after I left, uh, he decided he did not want to do this kind of work anymore. He had some friends uh, who were Medicare age who were moving to Florida. And he called me and he said, Joe, he said, would you take care of them? Are you licensed there? I said, yeah, I'm licensed there. So I did. I met them. And as it turns out, Ralph Barali's son is my client in Florida. He and his wife, they were, they were the ones. And so we were, you know, I enrolled them down there, took care of them down there. And it just so happened, uh, I guess it was, I don't know, uh, this, this past uh, annual election period, when uh, Larry mentioned, I had mentioned to him that I was doing work with veterans. He goes, oh, he said, well, he said, my dad, you know, that, that was his vision, the St. St. Charles County Veterans Museum. That was his vision. Um, Here, you need to call this gentleman up there and see if you can, you know, get in touch with him and everything. I really feel that that was a huge synchronicity that brought, brought me here. Um, the fact that... Uh, Ted's neighbor owns the agency that I'm with and that I was able to meet Ted. We've, we've put this together. Uh, I don't know where it's going to go from here, uh, but I can tell you this. It's only going to go up, and this is a big deal. And I can tell you right now the plans that are available in this area are incredible, and I can tell you next year they're going to be even better. Yeah, and there, there really are so many options, and we still have to overcome some misconceptions. We were actually sitting at a table of reception one day. This was just about a month ago, and there was another agent who was with another company who I will not say, but he was saying, oh, you, you can't sell to veterans that are retired military. And he was saying that because his company doesn't have a plan. Most of the companies out there, it seems like they all do have a Medicare Advantage plan for veterans, but his his company did. Now, fairness to him, maybe he just thought that, you know, that's why they don't have a plan, right? Because he's been led to believe that. But it was like, you know, Joe and I kind of, I don't know which one of us jumped on it right away. We said, no, uh, I'm actually on it. Joe, Joe, the colonel's on one right now. I sold it to him, you know, now don't say that, you know. So, uh, but it's a shame because, you know, you look at folks over 65 years old. I mean, most of us are on very um, incomes that are, you know, pretty much limited right at this point in time, right? We're not building it up anymore. We're just trying to sustain what we have. And when you can get on a plan like I have this year and, and we're saving $2,400 right off the bat. I mean, that's just amazing when you think about a year. I mean, that's pretty nice for anybody out there, you know? So what I'm hoping and Joe's hoping are in comprehensive benefits is hoping that 
we really can get this word out on an educational basis to every veteran in this region. Um, I know we got a big uh, presentation we're doing up at the VFW Post 3944 up in St. Anne's uh, Midland. And um, we're going to do that April 1. Era of veterans, it's been eye opening to me. And several, the, you know, the American Legion Post, I mean, some of the Korean veterans and all these other ones, and they're just like, wow, you know. And so I think we're doing a good thing. And I think that's a big thing. Joe and Comprehensive Benefits are really doing a, a needed service out there for us veterans because if they don't tell us, how are we going to know? Exactly. Uh, anybody that Anybody that's listening, if you want further information, just give me a call. I'm more than happy to just speak to you to explain this to you in detail. Doesn't cost you anything. This would be a, re- a review of the plans. I'll explain it to you, show you exactly what the benefits are. There's no consultation fee or anything. And my number is 314-753-0792. So, uh, and don't hesitate. You can call any time of the day. Joe, are you available by uh, email, or do you have an office that you keep, or is, is it just by phone right now? No, we. Uh, I do most of my work by telephone, so it doesn't matter, you know, how far people live away or anything like that. I, you know, like I said, um, I work uh, throughout. I'm licensed in all those states that I mentioned earlier. I'm certainly not going to travel to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so I do a lot of work by telephone. We do have an office uh, in Soulard, uh, about six blocks north of the brewery. Uh, it's it's easy to get to. Uh, so we do meet people in person as well. Um, I can go to your home. You know, if you live if you live in the area, I'll, I'll go to your home. Although you know, uh, since COVID, um, most people they they they'd rather do it over the phone, and. Uh, you know, saves time. It's very economical. Any way you want to do it, just call me. And, I, and I'd add on, too, if anybody's uh, listening that's from a particular VFW or American Legion Post or the Marine Corps League or any of our other services, um, you know, and you'd like to have us come out and do a presentation, it's about 20 minutes long, so it's not very long or anything, but it's pretty informative. And just give a call, 314-312-0580. And that's their company phone, and, and uh, they can certainly get a hold of me, and I can come out and talk to the organization and make the arrangements for these presentations. Do you guys go together at the presentations and sign people right there if they're interested, or how does that work? It's possible to do that. Uh, usually, you, every once in a while that does happen, but usually people, what they'll do is they'll, they'll fill out a, per, a permission to contact form. We're dealing with Medicare here, so we're dealing with the government. So we're, we, can't, we can't go knocking on doors. We can't cold call people with these, with these kinds of plans. We have to have permission to contact what well, we're supposed to have. There's a lot of people out there that don't observe that, but we do. We're very compliant, and so we have them fill out their information, and um, that gives us permission to call them. And, and of course, we, we, we'll, we'll follow up within 24 hours. So at sometimes at presentations we will just sit down and and enroll people. 
Yeah, and most of the ones I've been at, the presentations we've done, we haven't enrolled anybody right there on the spot, but it's really been about, you know, the educational part of it and making them understand. And, you know, here's here here's our information. Please call the guys and people like Joe and others. And we have another gentleman, Caleb, who's a Marine, you know, and sometimes it helps Marine a Marine. Uh, <laughs> but you know how they are. Yeah. Oh, sorry. My son's a Marine, so I had to throw that out there. But, uh, but you know, it's it really is meant to be informative and just clarify all the mis- misinformation out there. So it's really a good thing. And Joe and those guys are just really good about responding back right away when if you were to call and ask for information. Well, the um, you know, in the museum here, we do meet a lot of veterans. And, you know, while you can't get in depth, because I certainly don't know much about insurance myself, but there is one thing that does come through on a pretty regular basis is they're confused what benefits they really have, what they're eligible to get. And I've even heard remarks like, I'm collecting some disability. I don't want to jeopardize that by doing some other things. You, you will not you'll, you will not jeopardize your disability. Uh, we'll take a look at, you know, what it is that you do have, and we'll figure out, you know, what will fit, what will work with it. Uh, you know, like if you're talking about disability, like they're 50% disabled with the VA or 80%, this will absolutely not jeopardize that at all. As a matter of fact, in that particular situation, it's like you just keep doing what you're doing. If that's working for you, just keep doing what you're doing. Get your medical benefits at the VA. Get your prescription drugs at the VA. Enroll in one of these plans, and you get to take advantage of the benefits. You don't, you don't ever have to go to a civilian doctor. You know, you can, but you don't have to. You can just keep doing what you're doing and get your dental and your vision and your hearing. Although I'll tell you what, the, the, from VA. What, the VA has great yeah. dental and or great vision and hearing. Um, but Joe, can I jump in there? Yeah, on go one ahead. Of, uh, a lady approached us recently, and her husband died um, of, of c- cancer, but it's basically caused by Agent Orange, and you know everybody knows it. And in her case, she um, she now has it too, and she was a Vietnam veteran also. She was over there too. Well, she didn't want to go down the same treatment path that the VA was recommending. So an opportunity for her was, well, at least if you sign up for this plan, Medicare Advantage plan, you have an opportunity to at least go out and get a secondary opinion and probably get a, a peace of mind. You know, so for many people, that uh, that could be really big for them. And certainly, of course, you still get, you know, most people aren't going to go to the VA Jefferson Barracks is somewhere to go work out. But, you know, you get those gym memberships and you get a lot of other benefits on top that still isn't mentioned, you know, the over-the-counter and, and you know, freebies, things like that. So um, that's another classic example mm-hmm. of how somebody on VA, I mean, I'm a disabled vet myself, so how you can uh, still take advantage of it and why it might not hurt to have that. Because, I mean, we're lucky. We have, we have good VA coverage here, um, you know, but sometimes, you know, we all know, it's the VA, right? So I hate to say it. God bless them, but you know, <laughs> there's always challenges sometimes, so it doesn't hurt. Um, and, Ted, before we close, I want want to ask you a little bit about another program you're involved with, America Warrior Partnership. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, America's Warrior Partnership has been in existence for nine years. So last year, as part of my effort to supporting veteran organizations and veterans and all that, 
I, I heard about this organization, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to go to the conference on my own money, just go to Atlanta, I'm going to see what it's like. And um, I kind of went down there very cynical because there are a lot of veteran organizations. God bless them, but sometimes they don't, they're not as effective as what they should be. Sometimes this massive amounts of different organizations can dilute the overall help to veterans. And so I went down there a little bit cynical, and I walked away thinking, oh, my God, this is an amazing organization. And basically what it is is, you know, they, they realize that they have to build these veteran-friendly communities, and they have to build a comprehensive program that can integrate and coordinate all these actions to become the, the main advocate uh, for veterans in their particular communities. And this started out of the, out of the special operations community, basically, and evolved from there because special op guys were constantly getting deployed. The suicide rates were out of the wazoo, as we all know, because I was at CENTCOM, SOCOM Command, Special Ops Command was located right next to us in Tampa. So I knew all those guys. And you're just constantly going, constantly going. And, of course, that's when the problems occur. So I go to the conference, and I'm amazed. I mean, they're, they're, they're so linked in now all the way with the VA and HSC, all the way down. So it's been a great organization, and I'm trying to get them started here in our own community and um, create this organization here. They're on the Navajo Reservation, Alaska. They're in uh, uh, Texas West Basin, the Permian Basin down in Florida, and a couple other locations. But I've approached them, and we are working together now on getting um, a comprehensive program for St. Louis region. Uh, the thought would be to go all the way down to probably Fort Leonard Wood and Whiteman and all the way out to uh, southern Illinois, quite a ways out. So um, that's what I'm working on also. Well, thank you so much uh, for that information, Ted, and uh, great feedback, Joe, from uh, the plans that you offer uh, in collaboration together, helping our veterans. We really appreciate um, what you guys are doing. I mean, can't thank people enough for helping veterans, and they definitely need it. Is there anything else, Joe, that you would like to leave us with before we sign off? Yeah, uh, March 26th. Uh, that's a Vietnam Remembrance Day. I will be here at the museum. Um, if anybody wants to come out and talk to me in person, I'll be here. We're going to have some little giveaways and things like that from the insurance companies and everything. But come on out, uh, grab a card, get, or give me a call ahead of time. I'm more than happy to explain this to you in person, but I'll be here. I don't know what the hours are. One to four. From 1 o'clock to 4 o'clock on March the 26th, I'll be here. I'd love to see all of you out um, and more than happy to explain this to you. Thank you so much for having us on here. Well, I really you. do appreciate it. Uh, one more time, 314-753-0792. Does, Joe, does any consultation involve any free tickets to the Moody Blues or Chicago? <laughs> no, <laughs> not no. the Moody Blues, obviously. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, uh, Ted and Joe. And we're going to go ahead and sign off of the Dog Tag Podcast from the St. Charles County Veterans Museum. The Dog Tag is brought to you by the St. Charles County Veterans Museum. The museum is a 501c3 nonprofit business. Do you like our podcast? With your support, we'll continue to bring you great programming. 
If you'd like to donate, go to sccvetsmuseum.org and click on Donate. This podcast is sponsored by the Renee S. Real Estate Agency, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri. She is licensed in Missouri and Illinois and focuses on your personal and commercial insurance needs. Her office is located at 2764 Highway K, O'Fallon, Missouri, 63368. She can be reached at 636-379-9556 or by email at reneesry at allstate.com, R-E-N-E-E-E-S-S-A-R-Y at allstate.com. If you are shopping for insurance and want an active agent that will educate and advise you on the coverage you need, reach out to her.